Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Abroad Pod, your go-to podcast for all things abroad. I'm your host Nicole and this is actually the last episode of season two. Welcome to episode 15. I did 15 episodes for my first season and I'll do 15 episodes for this one and season three coming soon. Hint, hint. (laughs) So this episode is just going to be a solo one. You guys already know that by the title. I've done quite a few abroad series interviews with guests this season, which I am very excited about, but we're just going to wrap up today with a solo episode. Honestly, I don't have a script for this episode, which I'm pretty excited about. I'm in a very chatty mood, and I just want to talk a little bit. So I do have some questions in my DMs that I have saved for this episode, so I'll do a little Q&A at the end. We'll just talk about some future travel plans and just wrap up the season. So I'm excited you guys are tuning in, and let's get into the episode. travel related life updates since I have last caught up with you guys, the Abroad Pod listeners, which has probably been kind of a long time because we don't really do the whole chatty thing during my interviews with guests. But let's see where to begin. Okay, I did this challenge called 75 Hard. I started in January and I just finished over Easter weekend, which when you're listening to this would have been about a week and a half ago. And it was... A challenge for sure. <laughs> it was really hard. Basically, if you've never heard of this, for 75 days, you need to complete a series of requirements. And if you fail by forgetting one of the requirements, you need to start over from scratch. Luckily, that did not happen to me. So I did do it 75 days in a row, but I had a few close calls. So those requirements were to complete two workouts a day, one had to be outdoors and they both had to be 45 minutes long. Now, I was really scared about this, but it wasn't that bad. I would do a 45 minute walk every day, either like first thing in the morning alone or later on in the evening with my family or like a friend if I had to walk my dogs. And then I did a 45 minute like actual workout a day, which was not bad. I would rotate between the gym or doing workouts at home. If you guys are still in like the home workout grind, I highly recommend doing Mad Fit. She's my new favorite on YouTube. She has literally hundreds of videos ranging from like a fun little dance video to Justin Bieber's new song Peaches to like a 12-minute arm workout, a 15-minute intense ab workout. So all the things. I love her. So I did that. And then honestly, if there were days where I just really wasn't feeling an actual workout, I would do like two walks. One day, I think I literally did 45 minutes of hardcore stretching because I was so tired, but I always did something. I moved my body for an hour and a half every day for 75 days. So I had to do that. You have to follow some sort of diet, although the person that created this challenge kept that very vague. I do know people who do like keto while doing 75 hard and you lose a ton of weight. My goal was not to lose weight. I just wanted to like tone up and have something positive to work on. So I basically just cut out alcohol and then any like processed food. 
So if anything was super fried or like any sort of snacky item that was processed, chemicals, you know, I tried to avoid eating a lot of whole foods. Of course, I would have like a little dessert here and there. I did not cut out sugar, but that was good. You had to drink a gallon of water a day, which is four like big like hydro flasks, which after doing, I don't know how I survived without doing that in the first place really it like cleared my skin i had no headaches i had I felt energized after meals too i would be full because you have all this water in you so like i wasn't bored eating you know so that is something i'm definitely going to continue doing you also have to read 10 pages of a non-fiction book so i read a lot of self-help books including girl wash your face girl stop apologizing both by rachel hollis those are great I read The Famous Untamed by Glennon Doyle, which I do recommend. That was a good read. What else? Oh, I'm about to read Atomic Habits. I'm excited for that. And I read some travel-y books. Not really self-help, but still educational, so that was good. And then the last thing you have to do every day is take a progress photo. Now, when I said I had a couple close calls, this was why. <laughs> More often than not, I would be in bed about to close my eyes it'd be like midnight I was exhausted and I remembered I didn't take my stupid progress photo so if I was feeling motivated I would turn on my light get out of bed and take a mirror selfie in my matching pajama set <laughs> or if I was really exhausted which this happened literally probably half the days of the 75 days I took a progress photo in my bed <laughs> so my camera was looking quite funny for those 75 days I have since deleted a lot of those photos, except for a few good ones that, you know, keep me motivated. But I finished, and I'm proud. <laughs> it was a lot physically, but my goal for 2021 was to, and still is, you know, become my best self. 2021 is the year of me. I have declared this year as the year that I am going to accomplish a lot of my goals and just become the best version of myself. Mostly because of the pandemic, too, you know, things are starting to ease, but there's still a lot of restrictions, although the light is at the end of the tunnel, knock on wood. But there is truly no better time than the present to, you know, accomplish these things, and especially with my job it being so flexible and, you know, the remote work from home, I am able to go out for, like, a lunch walk or do a workout, you know, at 9 a.m. or do a workout at 7 p.m. <laughs> so now is the time. So a little update there, I have gotten a couple of DMs about that. I know that has absolutely nothing to do with travel, so feel free to skip ahead if you're not interested in this, <laughs> but I really do recommend the challenge. I've actually had a couple of friends and strangers, but I have a couple of good friends that reach out saying that they're actually going to try the challenge, so good for you gals. I'm excited. It is really good. It's a lifestyle challenge. It's not a diet, and you will come out of it feeling so strong not only physically, but also mentally. You will have willpower. If someone puts a piece of chocolate in front of you, you'll be able to say no, which is something I could not have done a couple months ago. So that's that. What else? Oh, okay. Also on the health kick, I have to mention this. We're going to do some ASMR here. <laughs> chlorophyll. Let's talk about it. Not chlorofoam, chloroform. Not the stuff used to suffocate people. Um, chlorophyll, it's the green pigment found in vegetables. Now, I got onto chlorophyll TikTok. <laughs> As I'm sure most of you have, it's been all over my For You page, and I was like, ooh, what's this? 
and it's basically these drops that you put in water every day and it has so many good benefits including it prevents cancer it strengthens your immune system it helps you produce more red blood cells what else oh it helps clear your skin too which is like part of the reason i want to do it and apparently it gets rid of body odor i don't know how that's possible but it literally makes like bad breath and like a sweat smell non-existent i'm not really in it for that but if that happens like sure great <laughs> but yeah i'm drinking it for the first time now i just posted about it on my story yesterday because guys this is hard to find right now like sold out everywhere amazon like no i had i did curbside pickup at a local vitamin shop i've never been to the vitamin shop it was great and i got one of the last bottles and i posted it on my story just for shits like tiktok made me buy it part you know a thousand because i've gotten quite a few things because of tiktok as i'm sure most of us have and i had an influx of dms about this chlorophyll so i'm like oh f my normal travel content i guess maybe i should become a wellness content creator i don't know <laughs> so yeah updates to come with the chlorophyll if you guys want like actual updates to see if this thing works um after like a week check out my instagram it's at nicole period rosania r-o-s-a-n-i-a that's my last name because i will update you guys because i've actually like gotten a lot of dms asking for me to update them okay so that's it for the uh health and wellness portion of this episode i guess i just wanted to chat a little bit about that what else my job has been very busy. A lot of my friends have been very busy with work as well. I'm really hoping with the... Oh my gosh. How did I not bring this up earlier? Guys, I got my COVID vaccine. I'm so excited. I don't know why I didn't bring this up literally 10 minutes ago at the start of this episode. But I got my vaccine. Pfizer gang gang. I'm so excited. I'll be fully vaccinated as of May 3rd. And that was getting into what I was just going to talk about, where a lot of my friends, you know, have gotten their first dose and will be fully vaccinated either by the end of April or like mid-May. So I'm so excited, you know, being fully vaccinated soon, plus the warmer summer weather coming, you know, summer Fridays for all my full-time babes. (laughs) I am just so excited. I am feeling hopeful and I hope you guys are too. I'm not gonna lie, I woke up in a pretty bad mood this morning, but I did a nice walk, a little smoothie walk, I like to call it, where I made my smoothie and I went for a nice walk alone in the woods and I listened to a podcast for like a half hour and then I called a friend and then I called my grandparents who literally never failed to put me in a good mood. They hyped me up like no one else. (laughs) So that really helped. So here we are. I'm in a chatty mood now. And I just hope that if you guys, you know, aren't having the best day, that this, you know, brightens your spirits a little bit, because good things are coming. It may be a little rough now, you know, with all the rain in the month of April, and the cases are still quite high, this pandemic is nowhere near over, but I really do see the light at the end of the tunnel. Even if life is not 100% this summer, it's going to be a lot better than it is now. So just keep your keep telling yourself that we're about 1 month away from hopefully, you know, better days and 
I don't know, I remind myself of that pretty much every day, and it helps me get through, so. (laughs) Okay, let's segue into some travel now, because that's what this podcast is about. Hopefully I haven't lost you guys yet. I have done quite a few episodes just chatting about travel. Obviously, most of my episodes are either the abroad series that focus on a specific place or experience, or regard like tips or hacks. Like I did a whole episode about packing and hotels versus Airbnbs and hostels, how to find cheap flights. So if you guys are looking for more of like an informative episode, definitely go back and listen to one of those. Today, I just want to talk about like some fun travel plans and travel in general, and if any of you guys are listening to this and have fun summer plans, even if they're extremely local, please reach out and let me know what they are, because I'm very interested and would love to talk about them. Just to backtrack a little bit, in case you guys are just tuning in now and don't really know much about me, so I traveled a lot internationally growing up with my family, which I'm very grateful for. And then I just graduated college last May in 2020, and during my four years of college, I was very grateful to continue international travel. So I actually studied abroad technically three times. I did two full semesters abroad, one in Florence, Italy as a sophomore, and a second in Sydney, Australia as a junior. And then I did a very short-term two-week program to China in between those, so summer 2018. So altogether in college, I think I visited like 25 countries and all that combined with the travel I had done previously, I've been to about 40, which I'm very, 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 very grateful for and also extremely proud of because I am only 22 and I hope to continue going. Fun fact, my ultimate goal is to get to 100 countries before I die and I want to visit all 50 states. So that kind of segues into what I wanted to talk about, and that is the last time I've left the country, like most of us, I'm sure, was before COVID, so that would have been March 2020, right before COVID, my friends and I went on spring break, because it was our senior year of college, we went to the Bahamas for a week, so that was the last country I have been to, and since then, I have been really focused and honestly really excited about domestic travel for the first time, honestly, in a while. So, obviously, growing up, I would travel domestically. Also, I should mention, I am from Boston, so I'm New England, born and raised, which means at a very young age, probably two or three, I had already been to probably all six states in New England. So, domestic travel has always been something I've done, but just like most of us, probably have our eyes set on more far-off exotic destinations around the globe. Now, I'm grateful for this pandemic for a lot of reasons. Obviously, it has been so, so horrible for a million more reasons than it's been good, and I am genuinely so sorry if any of you listening have lost a loved one during this time. It's been horrible. My family has suffered in a lot of ways, too, because of different health issues and whatnot, Anyways, I am grateful for this time at home, and this whole pandemic has really taught me to be appreciative of where I'm from, and has made me really excited to explore my local area again. 
So obviously, if we go back in time to early 2020, between March and May, we were fully locked down. I really did nothing. I remember doing a day trip to Vermont one day, and it was the most exciting thing ever. (laughs) I also remember being shook that I could just drive across the state border. I don't know what I was thinking, but I literally thought they were going to be like blocked off to prevent any sort of travel, but obviously people have to commute to essential jobs and whatnot, so looking back, that that made no sense. But (laughs) anyway, so I did that, and then back in May, I did do like a little one to two week trip back down to my college town of Fairfield, Connecticut to, you know, move out of my house and also just to stay there and enjoy it for like the last week or two of college ever. So that was fun. But anyways, I really didn't do much at all in those two months. And then things started to get a little better. You know, we flattened the curve over the summer. And that's when I really began my domestic travel. Obviously, I have focused on New England a lot. And if any of you here are from the Northeast listening to this, I highly recommend getting out there and exploring. I actually have a full blog post about New England called the Ultimate New England Bucket List on my blog. (laughs) And it's, I think, my most popular post, actually. I need to look at the stats again, but that one I know has done quite well in the Pinterest world and also just like organically. But I have like 50 ideas on there across all six states which, by the way, if you're not familiar with New England, it's Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Rhode Island. And I had a lot of fun last summer and fall, and honestly winter, really exploring New England. I went to all six of those states multiple times, doing different fun outdoor, you know, socially distanced activities, whether they were fall hikes, you know, doing some leaf peeping, in September or October, I did that in New Hampshire and Vermont, or last summer, you know, going to the beaches of Cape Cod, or I made it to Acadia National Park in Maine for the first time, which is a place that's been on my list for so long, but again, it was always overlooked by other exciting opportunities that would come up. So the point I'm trying to make is it's been so fun getting to know my own backyard, and I assume now because we're a year into this that you guys have done that too, but if you really haven't, I encourage you to start now because let's face it, this thing will be over sooner rather than later, we hope. (laughs) I do. I do think it will. Like, things are looking so much better. Um, And life is going to pick back up again, and whether you do like to travel internationally or you're just busy with family plans, maybe you're in your late 20s, you're going to have weddings, baby showers, life is going to get busy again. So now is the time to get out there and explore locally. Aside from New England, I started to explore just more of the U.S. in general last summer too. I did a 11-day road trip with my college roommate, Marin. It was so fun. We started in the Boston area and went down the East Coast. So we covered 13 states. I'm actually going to look at a map. I'm pulling my phone out so I can remember our exact route, but we went down through Boston, through Connecticut, through New York, New Jersey, and then we hit Pennsylvania. We stopped in Philly for a (laughs) cheesesteak, drove through Delaware for a brief second, and then we ended up in D.C., and we stayed there for a couple days, and then we did Harper's Ferry, West Virginia, which was actually awesome. I would recommend that you all go there at some point. And we did a lot in Virginia. We stopped in Roanoke for a night, and we went to the very southwest corner of Virginia, 
where my friend Marin used to do some service work in an area called Appalachia. And then we made our way into Tennessee doing Johnson City, Tennessee, Knoxville, Pigeon Forge, Nashville, and then up to Louisville, Kentucky. We went to Indiana super briefly to a town called Jeffersonville. And from there, we went to Cincinnati, Ohio, then Columbus, Ohio, then Hudson, Ohio, which is where Marin's from, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, home of the Amish, and then from there, back up through Connecticut and home. So that whole loop took about 11 days, and I hit four new states in that time, which was so fun for me, West Virginia, Kentucky, Indiana, and Ohio. And that kind of leads me to share a very exciting announcement that is an Abroad Pod listener exclusive. I have not shared this on my Instagram or blog yet, although I'm going to very soon. And that is, folks, I am going to visit all 50 states. That might come as absolutely no surprise to a lot of you who know how much I love to travel. And I've also mentioned so many times that I want to visit all 50 states in my lifetime. My original goal was actually to do all 50 by the time I turned 50, which is great. You know, I'm only 22. I have 28 more years. But I decided I'm going to do it a lot sooner than that. My original plan was to do it by the end of the year. That's a little ambitious, considering I'm probably moving in the fall. Um, But I'm going to try to get as much done as I can. I'm not giving myself a super harsh deadline. I'm basically just trying to visit all 50 as soon as possible. And here are some caveats to that. So, I've already been to 28 states. I am not going to purposely revisit those 28 again. Obviously, during some of the road trips that I planned or, you know, just again from living in New England, I'm naturally going to revisit states, but my main goal is to cross out the 22 states I haven't visited yet. And again, I'm going to try to do as much as that as I can in 2021. I would love to finish by the end of the year, but if I have to go into 2022 a little bit, I will. But my whole mindset with this is that I am going to get a lot busier in the future. Again, I plan on moving. Work is going to pick back up. I think I want to go back and get my master's. And obviously, like I mentioned earlier, plans are just going to, you know, kick back up into gear again with different weddings and birthday parties and events and international travel. And I know myself and I know the second that we get the clear to travel internationally again, and I get opportunities to go abroad with my family or work where I just like plan a backpacking trip, I'm going to go. So I asked myself this, I'm going to have a family in my 30s. I'm going to be busy with my family in my 40s and 50s. When am I going to make it to Kansas? Now's the time. (laughs) That was literally my mindset. I was like, I'm going to overlook these places for the rest of my life because I always have in the past. But you know, not leaving the U.S. anytime soon gives me the opportunity to really explore it. Also, like I mentioned earlier, I'll be fully vaccinated come early May. So you guys, the summer plans are in full force. You heard it here first. Your girl's visiting all 50 states. 
huge updates to come if you guys want to follow along on my journey. I'm actually going to be posting about this regularly on my Instagram, which again is at Nicole.Rosania. You can also tune in on my blog, which is theabroadblog.com. And I have quite a few trips planned already. I don't really have anything booked, but I have a bunch of itineraries laid out where I can, you know, cross out different states. So I'm super excited. But yeah, you guys should definitely follow along on my Instagram. I have like all these ideas in place where I'm going to do like an in-feed post for every state. Even the ones I've already been to, I'm just going to go back and like post a picture for it. And in the copy, I'm going to write, you know, like must-see highlights, restaurants I recommend, like basically make it a little mini guide. And then I also bought a scratch map. I bought a disposable camera. So I'm going to do some fun things on social for this and like really bring you guys along with me. So that's my exciting announcement. And again, that is a podcast exclusive. Okay, I think I've done enough rambling now about health and wellness and my summer travel plans. I just want to wrap up with a really short Q&A. I actually asked you guys on my story what you'd like me to talk about today, and I got a couple questions asking for packing tips, which I did do a full episode about how to pack for a trip, I think in season one. But I've gotten a couple DMs just asking like how to pack for certain trips most efficiently. So basically just to sum that up, it obviously depends on where you're going and for how long you're going away for. But what always helps me is you want to pick out specific outfits. So say you're going away for five days, you don't want to just grab like seven of your favorite shirts, three pairs of jeans, a skirt, and just throw it all in a bag because odds are you're either not going to have enough or you're going to have way way too much that you don't even end up wearing so you want to pick out actual outfits that you know you're going to wear for actual days and obviously if you are you know a planner like I am you probably know some of the activities that you're going to be doing on this trip slash you'll know like kind of what your days will look like so that's always what I base my packing around for example if I know I have a beach day one day and then the next day is like a full city tour and I'm going somewhere where it's like 80 degrees I'll pack a bathing suit and a cover-up for that day one and then day two pack a very specific skirt and top that I know I'll wear on like day two if that makes sense and by doing this that ensures you have no leftover clothes which is really important so that you can keep your luggage as minimal as possible which will save you money Also, in terms of shoes, again, you don't want to just, like, throw in any random pair of shoes that you think you'll wear. No. You need to stop and think, okay, what am I probably going to do on this trip? If you're going to Cabo, Mexico, please only pack (laughs) flip-flops. Like, odds are you're just going to be on the beach, maybe a boat, swimming. Like, you don't need heels. You really probably don't even need sneakers. But if you're going to, like, Hawaii, for example, you probably will do a hike And you'll probably, you know, hang out on the beach and do, like, dinners. So I would pack, like, a pair of sandals and sneakers for that trip. I also always overpack bathing suits. I don't know about you guys, but we need to stop that. 2021 is the year we start packing one or two bathing suits tops. You just don't need all the options. You really don't. They dry overnight. It's fine. Hopefully that answers the packing questions. Like I said, I do have a full episode that talks about packing in detail, so I definitely want to refer you to that. 
And then I've also gotten a lot of DMs about creating a blog, which I'm very open about on my Instagram. You guys know that if you follow me there, I talk about it a lot because I love my blog and it's so fun. So I have created a podcast episode, I think it was a couple episodes ago, all about creating a blog and podcast. So again, I'll refer you guys to that. And I've gotten a lot of questions in specific about SEO. So if you are interested in any sort of digital marketing or social media marketing, I'd be happy to chat about this again in DMs on Instagram or wherever. But I recommend Yoast SEO. It's Y-O-A-S, Y-O-A-S-T. Yeah, SEO. It's a plugin that you can install on your blog. So if you are a blogger looking to you know, start writing for SEO, I recommend that. But if you're just looking to learn more about it, they actually have really great free courses as well. And then another course that I've done recently, or it's not really a course, is the Make Traffic Happen ebook. That was phenomenal. Really good. I read through all that, took a bunch of notes, and it actually comes with a workbook too, so you can start implementing some of the tasks that they require. And I've actually started to do this. So I did my first big blog revamp, I would say at the end of 2018, I think it was. Yeah, so it was like January 2019. I kind of relaunched my blog. That's when I renamed it from those who wander.info to the broadblog.com. <laughs> True friends know. <laughs> if you were here for those who wander.info, thank you so much. <laughs> Um, but I did a whole like SEO revamp then. I completely created a new Pinterest account, which was so good because I had like a little personal one before, but now I use it like literally for business and I've seen a lot of traffic from that. And I also went back and like rewrote a bunch of my posts. So I did a lot of good work during that, but I call that like phase one. I kind of knew what I was doing, but not really. And now here we are a year and a half later and I feel pretty confident with SEO um, I also did like a whole social media marketing course and certification through HubSpot, which I highly recommend. Again, this has nothing to do with blogging. If you just want a career in any sort of marketing, you should get that. I also got my certification in Google Analytics. So that's just a little update on some like behind the scenes work I've been doing these past couple months. But where was I going with that? Oh, so we're now in phase two of my blog revamp. <laughs> Basically, I'm going through all those old posts again and choosing better keywords. A keyword is basically what someone would type into Google, and then Google looks at that search query and tries to match it up with, you know, articles that would be the most helpful. And if you can have the correct keywords in your posts, Google will rank them at the very top, hence they will get clicks, hence you'll get more traffic to your page. So although my SEO is not bad on my blog right now, I chose kind of crappy keywords. For example, I think one of my keywords for an article about Paris was literally Paris, which is so bad because if you just Google Paris, there's literally 2 million options that are going to come up. So I've been going back and like really narrowing that down and choosing more long tail keyword phrases. For example, best ski resorts in New England. If you were to type that into your browser right now, I'm going to test my blog post should come up. Let's see. <laughs> but yes, I've been doing a lot of that behind the scenes. So I get a lot of DMs about that. So hopefully this helps you guys. I gave you, you know, some resources to check out. But again, if anyone has any other questions about that, please DM me. Okay, 
Let's see, best ski resorts in New England. Am I on the first page? It also takes time for this to rank, so I just published this a couple weeks ago. Okay, okay, I'll take it. I will take it, we're on page two. <laughs> That's good. You can easily be buried in the abyss of Google. I will absolutely take that. We're on page two. Hopefully with time, I'll get that baby to page one. <laughs> all right, there we go. I think that's all for the little Q&A. Most of my DMs are about packing, travel updates, and then SEO and like blogging. So again, if anyone has any other questions, please DM me. I just want to wrap up by talking about season three quickly. So I started this podcast purely as a quarantine hobby. <laughs> I've mentioned that so many times, but I basically just started it right after graduation because it was the start of the summer and I honestly had the time to and it was just something I wanted to try and I've stuck with it. So that first season was kind of like a test season. It was just for fun. And then in season two, I've gotten a couple sponsors, which has been good. And I've had a lot of guests, including the most exciting guest ever, Lexi Limitless, my favorite travel influencer. You guys have to go back and listen to that. It was in a broad series a couple episodes ago. But yeah, I am going to pause for a while at, now that I've finished season two, just to focus on other things. Like I said, I'm doing that big blog revamp. So I want to focus my energy there because I'm super close to hitting a monthly viewer's like quota that would allow me to enter these new ad networks. So there's just more potential with my blog. Like I'm monetizing in it. I'm monetizing it. I get way more sponsors. I've gotten a lot of really cool like hotel collabs because of my blog. So just to, you know, use my time in the best way possible, I'm actually just going to focus on that the next couple of months. But I cannot imagine putting my microphone away forever. So is this season three coming? Yes. Do I already have a couple guests lined up who I want to feature there? Absolutely. I think I have like five people lined up. I still need to go through a bunch of destination segments. We've only gotten through like a little half of Europe. Yeah, a little more than like half of Europe. So I need to do the rest of Europe and then move to Asia and Oceania. So there's definitely more content to come. I just don't know when, but Stay tuned. Whenever it comes back, I'll definitely be releasing them on Wednesdays again. I just need to take a little break for a while. <laughs> Alright guys, I think that brings us to the end of the episode. This one was very chatty, but I'm kind of glad we could just catch up because, again, I don't know exactly when I'll be back, so it was just nice to talk. <laughs> and as I end most of my episodes, I just want to remind you guys, if you enjoy listening, to please take a second and just leave me a rating. You can do this right on Apple Podcasts. You don't even have to write anything. You can just click the stars. If you're feeling super generous, like by all means, please leave me a review, but just a little rating would be great. I definitely have quite a few five-star reviews, but the more I get, the better. It would really help. So, I'll leave you guys with that. You can do a little homework and it would mean the world. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot. And I will talk to you in a time.